0: This is a unique podcast exploring the criminal justice system and those involved and affected. We'll educate and expose the public as well as potential jurors to what takes place behind the scenes of those who are facing the system. Your host owns a litigation support firm called Justice Technology Professionals, and he works on criminal and civil cases offering support to defendants and counsel. What you're about to hear is an open dialogue opening the minds to the public to what takes place in reality as opposed to what you think takes place ladies and gentlemen welcome to the justice tech pros podcast here's your host dominic Kria.
1: hello li- listeners hope everybody's doing well today i uh, should say uh well, it's technically today. It's about three in the morning. I was out a little bit, came home, and I wanted to do a podcast. Um, <laughs> everybody, well, I shouldn't say everybody. Um, this podcast, a lot of p- different uh, people listen to the podcast and different uh, uh, genres and whatnot. So some genres may be in the loop of what goes on based on my material as compared to others. So I'm just going to talk. Uh, in general, I want to address a couple things, and uh, uh, today's episode I called it "So Be It," and you'll find out why as we move along. Um, for those listening and just not in in the loop on maybe uh, developments developments that go on in different genres when I put out podcasts, there's certain genres that are directly impacted by some of the podcasts that I do put out, some of the material I put out, especially now on the We Push Back channel as those of you are aware who follow along. Uh, I don't know why my arm just broke there. That's one, of the, uh, <laughs> that's one of the issues with the motion tracking. It picks things up. Oh, before I get into that, I would like to uh, make a cool update for housekeeping. I call this my studio. You see the design and the look of where I'm sitting and uh, you know what's behind me and whatnot. Well, this was one of the um, uh, templates that came with the software. And what I did was actually hired a designer who works with this type of software, and they're going to make me a pretty cool background. So let's just say I'll have a new podcast studio <laughs> soon enough. And that's the advantage of this type of, of AI and this type of uh, why I, I really enjoyed this type of uh, uh, interactive avatar, because I could change different backgrounds. I could uh, do podcasts in different surroundings to kind of fit the tone of the podcast. So I thought that was pretty cool, but I, I, I'm having somebody make him a, a custom Justice Tech Pros podcast studio, so I think that's going to be pretty cool. Uh, I wanted to do a show today uh, discussing, uh, it's going to be a discussion about pretty much the uh, informant podcast and what goes on and the tie into We Push Back so for those who may not be familiar with certain genres and what goes on, or those who may not really pay attention to what goes on in a lot of these informant podcasts, I'll, uh, I'll explain I'll explain developments. I'll explain uh, what I really wanted to talk about. This isn't so much an educational episode. This is more just a, an opinion-based episode and a perspective-based episode. So I'll be sharing a lot of those things as well. As I, as I stated when I uh, created We Push Back, the main purpose of it was gonna be um, a, an informational hub. It's a, a source for people to go and get all kinds of information on different types of informants. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, it's, it's very heavily on organized type crime inf, uh, informants that are, impa- uh, that are involved in organized crime cases. But uh, it's open to any any, any informant who lied on a, on a defendant, it's open to any of that. And um, as I've made many posts about, as i said on many shows, uh, people are welcome to email me information that they want put out there. If uh, a defendant wants to respond to something, if a defendant's family wants to respond to something based on uh, lies that are being spread or falsities or things they want to clear up, that's really what my podcast is for, and that's except... Um, it's specifically the We Pushback pushback podcast. That's really what that's for. But um, they they go in line. You know, I do them on the Justice Tech Pros, and then I share them on We Pushback. So it's uh, they're interchangeable. I just I I created the We Pushback podcast to kind of just separate. So when there's specific issues only related to We Pushback, I'll put it on there. This this episode could have probably went on there, but to be honest, I would like for all of my audience, to hear what I have to say because I I just think they'll find it interesting. And um, I have people who watch the show from the psychology genre, from the law genre, from the hobby genre, because I'm into RC cars and things like that, from the dog genre, I'm in the dog breed. So this is really just one of those episodes where I want to appeal to the public. So let me start talking about it a little bit. I started populating different items on the uh, We Push Back website. As I said, it's a database, and I make a lot of changes. I change layouts, I change things. It's still in development, it's still being populated. There's a ton of information that I gotta put on there. Now, with that said, there's some information I can't put on there. You'll never see anything on there that's under a protective order, and you'll never see anything on there that isn't uh, allowed to be shared or allowed to be put on there. Uh, excuse my hands i'm I'm, I'm adjusting my motion uh, capture so sorry for that but um, what I do upload is information that you never see and what I mean by you never see as it stands now the narrative and what goes on in cases is controlled by the media it's controlled by the government and also a lot of these websites and things like that they put out a ton of information on defendants right so, Uh, let's talk about organized crime defendants. If you go, there's all kinds of uh, forums. There's all kinds of Facebook groups. There's all kinds of pages. There's YouTube channels, all talking about uh, defendants who are accused of being associated with organized crime. They'll put their thumbnails on. If they're doing an episode on YouTube, they'll put a defendant's thumbnail on the YouTube. They'll hashtag their name, all in an effort to get views and to capitalize on maybe any popularity that defendant may have. Now that's just the way it goes. For years and years, I've personally seen a lot of these uh, forums, especially. And I'm not going to name any of them because to me they're ridiculous, so I'm not going to promote them. But if you search uh, Google for like different types of uh, forums and groups, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And in those forums, what do they do all day long and they you know all day and all night long? They talk about people. They talk about defendants. They talk about defendants' family members. Uh, they may talk about uh, supposed stories, or they may say they know certain people. That That's just how it goes, folks. It exists everywhere. So usually they'll always just put out the accusations or they'll put out what the government's saying and they'll put out the charges. They don't really put out the facts of the case. So what I try to do here on both the Justice Tech Pros podcast and also on the We Push Back uh, channel and now website is populated with information from different sources, uh, specifically information that never gets out that the defendant may have. Uh, defendant, The defendant's legal team, the motions they submit, the different letters that they put in, the different briefs that they put in. So it's important to me to put it all out there now on my channel i focus on the defendants aspect of it uh, on their perspective on their emotions on their on their paperwork on their information to try to um uh, where it relates to the legal team i don't I, i never post anything about defendants or their stories none of that just where it relates to the legal everything i do here has to do with the legal aspect of it things that were submitted So my focus is to make sure that that doesn't get lost, because right now, if you're a member of the public, and as I always say, my main goal here is to uh, focus on educating potential jurors, right? That's what I want to do. I want potential jurors to possibly just think a little harder when they're in deliberation. So right now, if you get potential jurors and members of the public, all they're seeing is one-sided information. They're reading the forum groups of people who don't know what the heck they're talking about, don't know anybody, but they're going there spreading rumors, talking about people. Uh, They're seeing Facebook groups. They're seeing websites. You have websites uh, devoted to that stuff. You have uh, web channels devoted to news clippings, news stories, all that. So they're seeing the media-driven government narrative being pushed day in, day out. So in my small way, I wanted to try to counter that. Whereas if the member of the public, perhaps they'll get some of my episodes. Perhaps they'll, they'll read some of my material. This way they have the whole picture. Uh, one side note, please excuse me if you hear snoring. My French bulldog is out cold next to me. Like I said, usually I, I, I put him out of the room because he makes too much noise. But it's three in the morning and the little guy's sleeping. So please excuse any background snoring. <laughs> so anyway... My focus is to have the public be able, because I think that's a problem with a lot of these jurors. They're not getting all the facts. They're not getting the backstories. They're not getting the clear picture. So my goal is to show them both sides. It's, It's always just been, I put the information out there, let the public go through it, let the listener go through it, let the listener listen to the other side of things. Let them go listen to, if I'm talking about a specific informant, go listen to the informant side. Go listen to what they put out. And then you decide what's true and what's not. And that's all I'm doing. I'm making a massive database for information for people to research these different informants, especially when, uh, which I'm going to be doing later on, is you're going to see in a lot of these K one, uh, five K-1 letters that are written, and I've, I've done a few episodes on that. That is the letter that's written by the government in favor of the... Uh, informant where it's asking for leniency on the sentencing based on all of the um, informing that the person may have done or the information that they've, they've given. So what I like to show is I like to show those 5k1 letters and I like to show the example of where you have a lot of these informants claiming they just want to move on with their lives, they just want to focus on a new uh, path, a new career, and they want to leave the past behind them. So what I like to show is okay, to the public. That's what they said in the courtroom. This is what they swore on their oath about. This is what they told the story. This is what they garnered sympathy for. But yet when you flash forward to now, when they're out, uh, when their testifying is over, what are they doing? They're on the internet, uh, reliving their quote unquote glory days, um, telling stories about people, bashing people, lying about a lot of people. And it's going unchecked. So my small part is to bring that other side to it, to bring that other narrative, to show you what the defense team was up against, to show you the investigation that was done by the defense teams on various cases to uncover the background of a lot of these informants that never make it to the public. You see, the public only sees what the individual wants them to see. They see that public persona. And sometimes, which is advantageous, you get a glimpse of their true colors based on their emotions overcoming them. If they see something they don't like or something pisses them off, then you get a glimpse of what they're really about. Once you start to see the emotion come out, that's the true person. And for me, it's very important for the public to understand that, to understand that sometimes when they go into the courtroom, the person in front of them claiming to be changed, claiming to be a new man, is not really being that honest about that. And that's again, that's that's my focus. And that's what I want to try to use all of my skill set, my tools and my resources to highlight. And it's funny because I don't know what I find amazing is a lot of individuals on here live in this world where they think, you know, everybody loves them and everybody's behind them and and. That's really not the case. Now, although they may not be on YouTube, on YouTube and social media, yes, my, my way of thinking and what I'm doing is the minority. I'll always be outnumbered. And that's just fine by me. I have no problem with that. I prefer it that way sometimes. This way I can just focus on what I'm doing. But um, in, the, in the real world, you have a lot of people that are in favor of what I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm putting out. And uh, there's a lot of people supporting What's going on? And there's a lot of people sending things to me. There's a lot of people, um, uh, I'm not going to get too deep, but there's a lot of people sending me information, sending me files on maybe informants that were involved in cases they were working on. And maybe you have attorneys who are upset because their client didn't get a fair shake. So they want the public to see what took place. See, these are all the things that uh, these informants and their enablers and their friends don't realize. They don't realize that there's another side to that coin. Everything out of their mouth isn't gospel. Everything out out of their mouth is not fact. It's up for the public to decide what's real, what's not, what's true, what's false. But the only way for them to do that is to see everything. And right now, the public's not seeing everything. They're seeing only what they want to see. They're seeing the BS narrative. They're seeing the people in the forums. They're seeing those uh, websites that are just putting story after story about defendants really just... uh, uh, Really trying to influence the way they think, the way they view people, and how they label people. That's all these sites are doing. Uh, they may think they're doing something else, but that that's really the bigger picture here. So I feel I want to be the one that gives the other side to that story. And with that said, there's many people on here who agree with me and see things the way I see it, and they want to do it on their own. And they want to support We Pushback, and they want to put content on We Pushback. Now I want to make a few things very crystal clear. Angel Gotti has a channel. Um, for those not familiar, just search Angel Gotti. You'll see she has a podcast. She comes up, she tells her stories. Um, she'll, she'll also tr- uh, debunk lies if somebody's telling lies. My point just is this. We push back. uploaded a motion that was submitted by a defense attorney which is all labeled on there. Uh, defense attorney Joseph Benedetto, on behalf of his client. Uh, And it was in relation to an informant that is on YouTube going on different shows and making the YouTube rounds. For some crazy and strange reason, they decide to blame Angel Gotti for that upload. Again, ridiculous. She has no say on anything. that And it's not just her. Nobody has any say of what I put on. We push back. That's all me. So if you want to blame somebody, this is who you blame. Um, as I always say, people could contact me. They could criticize. They could comment. And trust me, I get it all the time. I get comment after comment, nasty comment, abusive comment. How does it affect me? It doesn't. But I'll tell you what I do do, folks. And I'm going to tell you why I do what I do. Now the new thing is threaten lawsuits based on what I'm doing. Okay. I I told you the, the name of the show is So Be It, and that's my point. So be it. You want to threaten lawsuits? So be it. If that's how it's got to play out, that's how it's got to play out. But here's what I do. I know my conduct on here. I know my information on here. And I know how I represent myself on here. I'm not concerned about anything I put out. I'm not concerned about any content. I've never deleted one episode I've ever done in three years. I've never commented on any informants' channels. I've never hashtagged. We push back on any informants' channels. I do not go looking for them. I don't care what they do. It's irrelevant. Um, my office is assigned to downloading every episode of every podcast they've ever been on, and I have different. And I and I also have uh, personnel that grabs any comments made, abusive comments, insulting comments. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you why I'm saying all this. If and when the time comes where I'm served and I have to talk about this, I I almost look forward to the opportunity to bring light to what goes on because I have every single comment ever made from the informants that are on these different platforms. I have all the insults. I have all the threats. I have all the nasty comments. I have all the lies. I have all the insults of families all ready to go. So if and when the time comes, now, for me, that's just more of a, uh, again, it's all just part of the database. The purpose of what I'm doing is to house all that stuff for future trials, current trials, maybe appeals, to show what goes on, to show certain uh, informants how they behave. With that said, if the time comes, where I'm questioned on my content, I'll be very glad to show everything I've done, every comment I've made, every remark I've made versus the threats that have been made at my expense, the attacks made at my family member's expense, the attacks made at my expense. So, again, it is what it is. If that's the route it has to go, so be it. I'm not concerned about it in the least. Um, What I do find amusing, for those who are not familiar with uh, the, the genres what happens is whenever information comes out, a lot of these informants, um, they're, they're now on, on YouTube. It's like a big thing, and, and I think some other uh, platforms. And they talk to the public. You know, They tell stories. And a lot of these stories are, are false, fabricated, completely made up. They, they'll say they know people they never met. Uh, just a, a lot of inaccuracy. So it's important to have all that because you don't know when it could help a defendant or future defendants. So it's important to have all that and house all that. And then what I do in turn is I upload things that I feel the public should be made aware of. I feel that if somebody's trying to pretend they they have this alternate persona and uh, attack people and putting out face inf- false information, I want to show, show the other side to that and show uh, examples of what other people had to say about that individual. And again, it's up to the public. Read it all View it all, hear it all, and then decide where your opinion lays. That's all I ask. I don't tell anybody to agree with my train of thought. I don't tell anybody to agree with how I do things. Hear it all. Then make your final conclusion. That's all I ask. The only thing I do ask, hear both sides. Try to hear the whole picture. Don't just focus on one. Try to hear the entire thing. That's all I try to, uh, that's really my main focus. So... For some reason, when we push back, put stuff out, they look to blame other people. You know, they'll look to blame, as I said, they look to blame Angel Gotti. Again, nothing to do with her. Never once in the time from when I met her on YouTube till now has she ever asked me to talk about an informant, to upload something about an informant, to cover an informant, anything, however you want to word it. Never once asked me to do anything like that. And that goes for everybody I've dealt with on here. And there's an opposite side to that coin. I have never asked. I know, and listen, there's a lot of rumors. People say I have people on payroll. That's all fine. I don't even address them because I don't care. The way I look at it, when the time comes where I have to prove, I'll be glad to prove how things really took place. So I don't worry about that. They could say whatever they want. But here are the facts. I've never paid anybody to do anything on my behalf. I've never asked anybody to do anything on my behalf. I've never asked anybody to cover an informant on my behalf. I've never asked anybody to um, do a story on an informant on my behalf. Everything I do, I do. Now, when I see episodes I like, I'll take them, I'll share them. If they're relevant to the whole We Push Back movement, I put them on the site. That's all at my discretion. Nobody else's. So I know the new thing now is you threaten people like Angel to say, well, if he don't take it down, I'm coming after you. Well, that's just the coward's way out because you're picking somebody who has nothing to do with the picture, with the situation, and actually that works to her benefit and to my benefit to show how they'll just select random people who have nothing to do with a situation and drag them across the mud because they're frustrated. So to me, that's a good thing, and that's something that should be highlighted, and those statements should be captured and saved. Whenever somebody tries blaming somebody else, you, you got to save that because you want to show if the time comes, if you're pulled into court, you want to be able to defend yourself and you want to show the mindset of a lot of these people. Me, <clears throat> personally, none of these attacks bother me. I don't care what these people say. I'm not here to be fr- make friends. I'm not here to wear, win a uh, popularity contest. I've had content creators attack me, tell lies about me. Uh, I had one content creator who does like these news clips. He's just constantly bringing me up and this. I won't even acknowledge it no more. I said what I had to say. Um, I build certain files on certain people. So again, uh, when the time comes, if I need to uh, answer for something or I need to prove something, I have my information. So that's all I worry about. I'm sure after this episode... The uh, informants will go on their informant enabler shows, their friend shows, and they're going to have bashing session after that. Ba- That's fine. Listen, I anticipated that, folks. Here's the difference with me. I don't expect them not to bash me. I don't look at it like, oh, why are you guys bashing me? I, should- I get it. The truth is I get it. Because the way they feel about their informant friends is the way I feel about defendants who were wrongfully uh, accused of something or who are being slandered on or appealing ab- or... or or, I got tongue-tied, or who are being abused on here. So I understand their passion. They're just on a different side than I am. They're they're from a different background, maybe. They were brought up differently. Listen, we all have different beliefs. I'm never on here saying my belief is the right way, the best way. Listen, maybe my beliefs are off the wall. Maybe they're whacked out. Maybe they're antiquated, but I don't care. That's what I believe, and that's what I'm going to keep, you know, my... Uh, generation's going, and and how to live their life. There's things I believe in, and that's a personal thing. Uh, We're not all robots on here. We're not all going to think the same way. We're not all going to agree on the same things. We're not all going to like the same people. That's just life. So I I honestly expect it. I knew I was going to get it. I knew, um, even forget about the content creators. Forget about that for a minute. Just common sense, right? If you're attacking, not really, I don't really attack on my shows. I put out information. But let, you're putting out information, let's just say that uh, that is not favorable to somebody. It's just common sense. There's going to be their loved ones who don't like it. There's going to be their friends who don't like it. And now there's going to be content creators who uh, team up with these people to, to grow their channels who are not going to like it. And that's, I accept that. I'm not... I'm not uh, disgruntled about that. I'm not confused. I'm not like, how are these guys saying these things? I get it. I get it. I'm putting stuff out they're not crazy about, so they're going to do whatever they can to try to get a rise out of me. I'm just a little bit different. Those type of things don't bother me. I I have a good handle on my emotions, and I have a good way of making sure that my logical, analytical thinking kind of trumps any emotions I'm feeling. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I'm human, you get annoyed, you get pissed off, but you just got to settle down, remind yourself, in the grand scheme of things, what does it mean? Somebody on the internet is talking nasty about you? Okay, what does that mean? Everybody gets uh, abused on the internet one way. Look at our presidents. For every The last couple presidents been getting destroyed on the internet. Regardless of what side you're on, that's just how it goes. Actors get destroyed. Actresses get destroyed. So, I don't know, it's just to me it's not that big of a deal. It's nothing that concerns me, nothing that bothers me. I just feel like it's the nature of the beast. I chose to come on social media. I chose to put out a podcast. So I need to be able to accept what comes with that. And I'm fine with that. I don't ask anybody, oh, leave me alone. Don't Listen, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. So I don't expect people to stop doing what they're doing if they don't like what, I, you know, what I'm putting out. I get it. I understand it. But we're just on different sides of the fence. And, you know, there's a lot of people like that. I remember I put an episode out from a podcaster who loves platforming these lying informants, and he sends me, like, you know, an email, and right away, you could always tell what somebody's made of. Right away, they go into, oh, your family members, this and that. Right away, I know what I'm dealing with. I know the type of person. To me, you know what my response was? Do what you got to do. It is what it is. That's how I feel about it. Whatever you want to do, do. Don't tell me about it. Don't threaten me about it. Just do it. And then if I got to deal with it, I'll deal with it. But by talking about it and threatening, it's just, to me, it's a bunch of hot air. To me, it's a bunch of hot air. It's like all these people, the threats, you got to see the email threats I get. I laugh. I save them all. But every one of them, I'm going to do this. Watch your back. All these, my response is always the same. Why are you announcing it? Everybody knows where my office is. All my information's out there. You want to come in, you want to yell, you want to scream, you want to do whatever it is, just do it, stop talking about it. But you're not going to get that response from me. I'm not going to threaten nobody. I'm not here to talk tough. I'm not here to say, oh, I hate uh, this one, I hate that one. It, th- those are personal things I keep to myself, who I like, who I don't like. It's really nobody's business. I make it clear who I like and I, who and who I don't like by based on who I uh, deal with. It's that simple. If I don't like somebody, I just don't deal with them. It's not that big a deal to me. So I get it. It's only going to intensify. So for people, you know, um, one thing I want to say, folks, everybody's not built the same. So I get it. If you believe in we push back, but you, you don't want to hashtag it because you just don't want to deal with the headache. I get it. Don't feel obligated, please. I still respect your support. And I still appreciate it. You don't need to hashtag it. You don't even need to comment. If you're listening and you're absorbing, that's all I ask. Because these people are out of control. If you share something, it's chaos. They think they control other people's channels. I find that amusing. But if somebody shares something, they get bent out of shape. If somebody hashtags. So I I get it. Uh, Me, I'm a bit of a different breed. I don't care what anybody does, says, I'm going to do what I want to do. Bottom line. I've been like that my whole life whole life. Maybe I'm stubborn, maybe I'm hard headed. It's just the way it goes. So I'll hashtag what I want, I'll share what I want. But I get it, folks. I just don't want anybody because there are a lot of good people, a lot of good listeners. And I don't want anybody being torn and feeling like, oh, I don't want to share it, but I, I believe in it. But I so please, if there's any hesitation, don't do it. Okay. When in doubt, leave it out. That's how I always felt. When in doubt, just leave it out. Okay? But I wanted to just talk about this and dissect it a little because the funny, the the ironic part, if you think about how many years a lot of defendants and people and family members been getting talked about, been getting dragged through the mud, their personal information being put out there, their uh, court documents being put out there, indictments being put out there, accusations being put out there. Uh, informants going on shows talking about people they never met, but telling their audience, oh, I met them, you know, so uh, I'm going to put this, uh, you know, telling stories like I met them, like trying to fool the public, and the public don't know any different. And if nobody comes out and tries to at least clarify that, that's what people are going to believe, and can you blame them? They're only getting one side. If you only hear one side of a story, you're not going to know. So I try to offer that other side, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to continue to do. Um, I had Angel actually read a few statements from me because it bothered me in the sense that they're blaming somebody who has no control, no input, no ties at all that we push back. Now, Angel supports it. She agrees with it because, for obvious reasons, she had to deal with a lot of similar things. It's common sense, right? So what, you want to you wanna chastise her for that? Ridiculous. That's the coward move right there. I'm the one responsible. I'm the only one you have to go to to complain. Nobody else. Now, other creators, they may take my information and do stories on it. To me, that's great, folks. To me, that's great. Uh, The more people going out, the more people who put out shows. I always say you could take whatever you want from my podcast, from any podcast. You want to use it to talk about things. I have no problem with any of that. I don't monetize any of my channels. Um, This is not about making money. This is about information. And I, I, I've, I've been working on for the new year some strategic alliances and I'm excited about one that I finally was able to contact. I think it's gonna bring a lot of credibility and a lot of professionalism to the entire, uh, to the entire thing. And little by little, that's what it's about. It's about bringing creative juices in, different people, different characters. You listen to me, you get one kind of style. You listen to when Kane Shades does an episode. He's a, a supporter who, who believes in. We push back. He tries to do um, uh, content based on that. My point just is everybody has their own little style. Whoever believes in it believes in it. Whoever don't don't. It's it's that it's that it's that simple, folks. And there's even creators now, if you notice, that started out. Um, uh, doing, th- like, uh, there's a creator, Lee Cole. When he started out, for me, the guy just wasn't my cup of tea, and it's nothing against him. I really had nothing personal against him. We were just different people. We had email correspondence. Even when we disagreed, it was always professional. It was not personal. It's not like I liked him or didn't like him. I didn't really know the gentleman. But I noticed when he came out, uh, he started off one way. You know, he did shows on, uh, uh, with the informants, and now he's another way. Now he he uh, he's doing shows that are kind of exposing the informants. And that's what it's about. People come on here, they change their mind, they have different styles. I've had a lot of of listeners email me that started out one way, believing one thing, and then send me an email or, or made a comment saying, I thank you for putting out this information. I'm seeing things differently now. That's all it's about, folks, getting it all out there. And who knows, there may be other people that say, uh, they, maybe they started out hating rats, and then they listened to me, and they don't like me, so now they love rats. So who knows? It could go both ways. You know, it, it's amazing to me how unaware people are of social dynamic and development. It, it's I find that very fascinating. Uh, just no sociology uh, awareness and no idea about the, the function of, of people and change and information. It, it's just odd to me. It's very odd to me that um, uh, people take these strong stance that if you don't believe what I am, then you're a piece of garbage. You know, I, I just, I find that odd. I just find that odd. Uh, everybody's different. We all grew up differently. We all have different belief systems and values. Things that are important to me may not be important to somebody else. To me, loyalty, integrity, <clears throat> excuse me, being a man of your word, minding your own bu- minding your own business, you know, the, those things are important to me. Never uh, selling your friends out. If you make a promise, you stick by it. Th- those things are just important to me. Those are the things. And I'm and I'm even old school. Uh, you know, I even read my kids old school where you, you still hold the door open for women. You you still pay the check. I know, I don't know, maybe I'm a caveman, but it's weird to me. I, I, I don't like, I think if a man takes a woman out to eat, he should buy. I know. I know, I'm going to get a lot for that. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot for that. But <laughs> these are just... Beliefs I have. Things that you should do in life. It's the way I believe. Does it make it right? Of course not. It's just my way. And I find it so funny how people, uh, they spiral out of control if, if you see things differently. I'm not on here uh, telling people, oh, hate this rat. This one's a snitch. And honestly, folks, if you pay 90, play 97 of my episodes, I don't use those terms because those aren't effective. I'm not here talking to my friends. I'm not here. I'm here to try to appeal to the public. And I want them to know the facts. It's irrelevant how they feel about informants. That's irrelevant. I just want them to know the facts. And they should realize that if somebody decides to be an informant, they owe it to the government. They owe it to the people. They owe it to the Constitution. They owe it to the jury to tell the truth. That's it. Just tell the truth. Now, I may not agree with it. I I, I made my stance very clear. How I feel in an informant, but you can't knock them in the sense that okay, they weren't stand up, but they're telling the truth. They're not lying on the person. They're not making stuff up. They're just you know they they didn't have the constitution to do the time, and uh, this is the path they chose. But they're telling the truth. What are you going to say? Now, to me, an informant's an informant. I, I don't really split hairs. I have a very clear picture of that for me. I have a very clear definition. And that's, sh- again, a lot of people probably disagree with my thoughts. Now, I don't come out of here. I don't share my beliefs, oh, I think this is an informant move, or I'll say I think this is a rat move. And believe it or not, in my world, there's like different terms for different things. You know, you'll be like, ah, that guy did a rat move. Now, he may not be a full-blown rat, but he did a rat move. You know, there's things like that. There's, there's all different lingos and ways of looking at things, and it may be weird to other people, and I'm not on here to... to to, to go over that kind of element and break down who I think is a rat, who's not a rat. For me, I'm here to cover very simple government, state, informants who have lied. And if the family wants to, or who are on here creating persona for themselves that doesn't exist, or who are on here after saying in their 5K1 letter that they wanted to sail off into the sunset, but yet they're on here telling war stories. That's what I'm focusing on. Those are the things I'm focusing on. Those are That's the information from individuals that's being sent to me, informants maybe on their case. There's gonna be a lot of informants uh, I'm sure that people never even heard of. It's just gonna be perhaps the defendant or defendant's family that want me to cover it or put the information up. So this, this, this thing is gonna morph, it's gonna grow, it's gonna change, it's already changed a lot, right? When you think about when I first started it and I tried with the members and I saw that really wasn't the way to go, uh, I just didn't like certain things, and I just wanted it to be more about the topic at hand. Um, you know, and I'm not here. I know there's going to be content creators that are going to bash me. I already know it. All the YouTube <laughs> the YouTube informant friends are going to be bashing me. But I'm really, there'll be no rebuttal from me, folks. This is how I look at it. If they're really serious and I get them that aggravated, then they should reach out to me directly and get whatever's off their chest face-to-face uh other than that there'll be no response from me they they just won't um they could go on the shows they could rip me apart i'm not going to respond anymore the only thing i may do well i shouldn't say anymore i never do but what i will continue to do is memorialize information if there's information that's out there that's just ridiculous and i feel i have to um clarify it then i'll just do an episode i won't go back and forth i'll say the facts Versus what they're saying, and that's it. I'll close the episode down. And I really just do that to have it publicly out there in the space with the time stamp so it could always be reverted to if I ever need it for anything. And that's the way I'll continue to handle things. Um, However they choose to respond, I'm sure it's going to be a lot of what's been going on, the attacks, the abuse, the threats, the insult. Uh, It means nothing. I don't pay attention to it. It has no relevance on my on my uh, daily activities, my daily emotions or the feeling I'm in. There's just no effect I'm just indifferent to it. I just look at it like yeah, of course that's what they're gonna say. of course that's what they're gonna do. I get it I get it The same way I'm out here defending what I believe in, the informants are going to defend what they believe in the uh, their friends are gonna defend what they believe in. so it's it really just boils down to what you believe in, what you're Uh, what's important to you, what you believe uh, should take place in the justice system, what you believe shouldn't take place in the justice system. Um, I want to talk a little bit about some upcoming projects. The next project in the hopper is the Courts in Session, Volume 3. What I'm going to do for that, that's going to be a long one, folks. I think you're going to enjoy that. That is the hearing that took place with Frank Pesquad III, who was the lying informant on the case of Kriya Madonna, Londonio and Caldwell. And uh, the hearing that took place was when he was charged with hitting his wife and threatening his son and all that. So I'm going to do a courts in session reading of, it was a two day hearing. But at the beginning of that, I'm going to read his 5k one letter because I want to just show the before and the after. So we had the 5k one letter that was prior and then what takes place after. I want the public to see that contrast. And uh, I think that's powerful. When you you could show the contrast, when you could show what was said in court and the promises they made to the court versus to what's going on now, I think that's very powerful for the public and the average citizen. I think they want to be aware of that. Um... And listen, the, you know these informants. A lot of people admire them. They have them on. I mean, there was that actor, that Bronx Tale guy, Chaz. He had him on. You know, it just I laughed because somebody was telling me like, "Oh, I was disappointed in Chaz." And I turned around. and I said, "The guy's an actor. Do you think they have? You know, that's that's what they are. You know, th- this guy happens to be an actor and he plays something on TV. That doesn't mean he has those beliefs. He may play a certain way on movie. That doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't mean he has those beliefs. So, to me, again." <clears throat> Not surprising in the least. And uh, I think that's it, ladies and gentlemen. I just really wanted to talk about that. I wanted to make things certain clear. I wanted to also just um, give some insight to those who aren't familiar with what takes place with these informants when I do put out my information because a lot of listeners, they just hear what I put out and they don't know what takes place. And I think you'd find it interesting. Uh, what happens is, folks, for those who aren't aware, I'll put information out. On certain informants, depending on who's up in my database, I have a whole list of different informants. And little by little, I try to get to each one or, and get the information up there. And as I start putting that out, some of these informants are on social media and on YouTube, and they have a big problem with that. And what do they do? They go nuts. They'll go on another podcast. They'll attack me. They'll attack people that have nothing to do with with uh, the information I put up, but they're just using for an excuse, and if you notice, they'll always try to attack somebody with like some kind of name. Like they're going after Angel, obvious reasons. They want to get that in the algorithm. They want to get the hashtags and they want to get the rankings up there. I mean, come on. Common sense, folks. That's the oldest trick in the book. That's what they do. Um, so. That's their angle, even though they they know it has nothing to do with her. They know deep down it has nothing to do with her, but they just do that so they can have an excuse to go down that route and make thumbnails and use hashtags and hopefully get a lot of views, you know, but it's just ridiculous. I just wanted to make that clear. Nobody has anything to do with the information that goes on We Push Back but myself. Even information that's sent to me from a lot of defense attorneys, sometimes I put it up, sometimes I don't. uh, I try to avoid things there's some things that uh, I don't I just don't want in the public eye even though the the attorney may be comfortable with it I'm not and so that that right there just shows alone nobody determine what go determines what goes on that site because I'll have some attorneys ask me to put something up and I'll be like, nah I don't really want to put that up so you know we all have different gauges on what we want to put out there what kind of information and some of it just doesn't align with what, what I want out there Um. The most important thing to me is is giving a voice to those who have to sit, and maybe they're on the internet, or maybe their kids are on the internet, or their grandkids, and they got to go on Reddit forums and see their grandfather, or their uncle, or their brother, or their cousin being bashed, being talked about, being smeared, or they got to go, or they got to hear about those stupid forums, talking about grown men all day, or Uh, those channels sharing clips about people all day, you know, they have to see all that. So I want to offer a bit of solace, a little calm in that storm, somewhere they could go and say, hey, this guy's putting out some information that's in the defense favor, isn't so pro-narrative, some information that kind of gives us a bit of a voice, gives us a little bit of a feedback, tells the public how we feel about things, tells the public how uh, these things impact us. That's the overall goal. And there's going to be a lot of people who don't like it. And I expect it to only increase. I expect the opposition on my end to only intensify. I expect the adversity I'm up against to only continue to climb. And that's how it goes. And if it goes this legal route, that is funny to me because, like I said, when you think about all, I just think in my head of all the thumbnails I see of of family members and uh, all the hashtags and all the fake information and all the abuse episodes. And I laugh when I hear these people say, oh, you can't do that. I'm going to take you to court. That's why uh, the name of the show is So Be It. If that's what you got to do, so be it. And we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll both give our, we'll both bring our A game and we'll see how it pans out. That's how I look at it. I'm always up for a challenge. I'm always up for an argument. And I'm always up for defending what I believe in. I'll never back down from defending what I believe in, and I'll never shy away from my beliefs. A lot of people don't like it. Some people like it. That's great. I've met some good people on here. I've met some people uh, that we have share a lot of ideologies. And don't get me wrong, there's even people on here that I may get along with, but I don't agree with what they do on their shows. I don't agree with their style. What does that mean? I'm not God. Just because I don't agree with it doesn't mean I'm right. Maybe what they're doing's right. Maybe what I'm saying's off the wall. I don't judge them based on that. I don't go, oh, they did something I don't like. Uh, I'm not talking to that guy. If if the overall message I agree with or, w- or what their, um, the type of person they are when you get to know them, that's what I go by. You know, it kind of reminds me of Howard Stern, right? You always hear like, remember people used to hate Howard Stern? He'd be on uh, the radio. People like, oh, he's such a piece of garbage and whatnot. And then you'd get like people who knew him in real life, right? And they would say, ah, he's totally different, totally different person. I'm sure that's the same case for maybe some of these content creators. Some of the ones that uh, maybe I don't like their material, but when I talk to them and stuff, or I don't like their style, their approach, but when we talk, we get along. I like the person. Uh, so that's what I go by. That's, that's very simple for me. So uh, a lot of good things planned, folks. Stay tuned for the courts in session. Oh, one thing I'm working on, which I think is going to be pretty cool, I want to work on an app for the We Push Back. And what I want the app to do is just nothing crazy. You know, just basically you can put it on your phone, and anytime I send an update or I update the website, people will get a notification on their phone. I think that'll be pretty cool. Um, So I got a a lot of little things planned. Uh, I posted a couple things on advertising on my community tab, which I'm going to look into Hulu, uh, you know, the streaming service. They do some good advertising next door. Those are like, I always try to try to find like... um, unorthodox methods for marketing that aren't really that expensive, but you reach a lot of people. And I found several that I'm going to investigate and I believe I'm going to roll out certain campaigns on, uh, I'll continue, uh, to move forward. I'll continue on my path. Uh, I heard people saying like, take that down. I'm not taking anything down, so don't even request it. Don't even ask me to take it. Nothing's coming down. Don't threaten people based on... There's no one to threaten. The only one you could threaten is me because I'm the one who controls it. You can't blame other people. So threaten me till the cows come home. Nothing's coming down. Uh, More information is just going to keep going up. Defendants are going to continue to have a voice. Families of the defendants are going to continue to have a voice. Those who want to come on my show and talk about are always going to have an open door. And that's just how it goes. Uh, justice Tech Pro's podcast is continuing to grow. Oh, I posted, a, like last month, we were number nine on the top 40 criminal justice podcasts. We're number eight, so we're climbing. I'm going to wait till we get to number five to post it again, but we're number eight, if if I get to number five. But I'm just glad to be number eight. I think that's pretty cool. Um, And that's it, folks. Enjoy your weekend. Till next time.
0: You've been listening to the Justice Tech Pros podcast with Dominic Kria, one of the most unique podcasts on the internet, discussing the obstacles the defense team faces when trying a case, what goes on behind the scenes during pre-trial and motion phase, holding defense attorneys accountable, making sure they're fighting for their clients, the difference between textbook law and how things truly play out in a courtroom, and everything in between. And everything in between. We hope you've gotten some some useful and practical information from this show and we'll be back soon until then find us on twitter facebook and instagram at justice tech pros to email the show with questions and comments it's podcast at justicetechpros.com till next time this is justice tech pros podcast and dominic crea signing off